reality. It's your hosts, Cody and Sean. We believe. Do you believe in the paranormal? We believe. Do you believe in the supernatural? We believe. Do you believe in everything in between? We believe. Because we do. Hey, what's up, guys? It's The New Reality here, and it is an awesome Sunday evening. What do you think, Sean? What an amazing way to spend our Sunday evening doing a podcast. I can't think of any other way to spend a Sunday evening. <laughs> I can think of not-so-fun ways <laughs> of spending our Sunday evening, but this is the best. Absolutely. Well, hey, guys, before we get into all of that amazing stuff that we're going to talk about today, go ahead and follow us on all our social media. You can find all of that on... Are you ready, Sean? Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. TheNewReality11.com. That has all of our... Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTubes, and all of that phase, uh, amazing, <laughs> awesome stuff. Whoa, whoa. That must have been that amazing investigation we did at the Ullman House on Friday night. That was an awesome investigation. Look we worked. We're tripping on our words because yeah. it's so awesome. <laughs> we ended up spending uh, the investigation with uh, all things paranormal.la as well as Katie Burr. Um, again, you know, look at that, you know, look them up on social media. Um, they're all doing their all their own separate things as well as uh, us doing that uh, awesome investigation with the team. Absolutely, what an honor to go down there and actually check out the David Omen House. Oh um, yeah, holy cow! There's a lot of stuff going on. For you know, I'll just give a little bit of background. Basically, he lives about 200 feet from where Sharon Tate was murdered brutally by the Manson family. Yeah, that that alone, you could feel that just. That, that intense energy of that location. Such a negative, even driving up to the location, right? We, we felt how mm. negative feeling it felt. Shift. Negative and, feeling it felt. Did I say yeah, that? Right? Yeah, you did say that. <laughs> and it's funny that we'll, we'll listen and critique ourselves all day long, but hey, why not? <laughs> <laughs> we want the best for you, you guys out there, so, you know. Absolutely. No, but, um, yeah, so Sharon Tate, you know, she was brutally murdered. For those of you who don't know, she was a uh, upcoming actress in Hollywood. Very beautiful. Um, young. I think she was 26 yeah, years old when she, she died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she was murdered by the Charles Manson family, right? Yeah. Um, I don't even know the dude's freaking name. We don't even need to know. He doesn't need any credit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess like four, the, the house was broken into by four of the, uh, the cult members and they uh, went the in and Manson, brutally yeah. murdered everybody and her unborn child and, uh. Yeah, we won't go into details of yeah. that, but yeah, you could definitely feel that kind of energy there. I did pick up early the night before a native uh, feel to that, which we brought into the home and asked Dave Ullman about it. And at first he's looking at me like, what are you talking about, man? And um, as I was being persistent, I'm like, no, no, I get a native, a native energy in this area and it being in the land. Um, rumor has it, uh, one of my mentors, Lisa Williams, was there 15 years ago and felt the same thing, which I thought was very ironic. It was kind of honoring, actually. You know what's weird is everywhere we go, it seems like she's been there. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Right. Went tavern in and now the David Omen house. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Kind of following my uh, mentor's uh, footsteps, right? So so what, what do you think about the Omen house, Sean? Um, I thought there was a lot of chaotic energy there. It was all over the place. Um, it felt the I don't want to say the best in a way that oh it felt all plenty and fun in the bottom uh, in the basement, but a lot of like energy movement. We were getting all kinds of stuff going out in the basement, right? Do you remember the anxiety we felt when we walked <laughs> through that door? Man, yes, it was like my heart was coming out of my chest. Yeah, it yeah. Was bad. I needed to really to really ground and really center myself. Oh yeah, you, you instantly felt like oh this is not uh, 
necessarily a good energy. So yeah, you really we had to pay attention to being grounded and and just protecting, right? Because it was just chaos. Absolutely. And, and for those of you who don't know, you you can actually go to theomenhouse.com, and they have a lot of video footage of poltergeist activity. There's Amazing. A, there's a wine bottle that actually was flown off the shelf. Um, they caught several EVPs there. They actually do seances there, like all the damn time. It's funny. We, we when as we got down to the bottom floor, I was like. Oh, yeah, there's seances going on in here. And as soon as we walked through, there was this big table. Um, yeah, amazingly enough, there was a lot that was going on. What The piano turned uh, played some tunes, right? Piano played on its own, which was awesome. We're just sitting there, and it starts... Yeah, we're like, oh, oh, really? <laughs> oh, okay. That, that's awesome. We <laughs> and, had uh, Rampod activity, yeah. which is cool. And I, I think, I mean, that's just another tool that we can use, right? Yeah. And, and mind you guys, we're, we're just talking about our personal experiences. We're... After this podcast, we're going to go over some more of uh, what we, you know, the data we captured, right? Absolutely. But I did want to really, really get into the negative energy we were talking to or the negative spirit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, ghost box session, right? Um, we're going to have clips of that because, um, you know, you know, depending on what location we're doing, um, it, it, it seems as if sometimes the spirits want to talk with you, sometimes they want to talk with me. On this occasion, they were very much wanting to talk to you. Every time I'd ask a question, and again, you have the sound canceling head, uh, headsets on and you can't hear me, you're answering it directly. <clears throat> and it actually called itself a negative entity, right? Called itself Lucifer. Or, no, I'm sorry, Satan. Satan, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, it was nuts. Like, we were talking to this entity, and it was a very prominent male voice. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, according to what was Sean was saying, he was asking questions, and whatever the male was saying back to me, it, it was relevant with what he was asking. Right, right. And Cody again didn't hear any of the questions, so when he gets a chance to actually listen to it on the recorder, it's gonna his jaw is gonna drop. But <laughs> I'm just saying. yeah. I mean, and at one point, I actually felt this entity. T it's funny. Every time the male voice would come over the ghost box, I would feel this intense, really, really chilling coldness. And, and uh, Cap, as he was saying that, I'd say, get, you need to step away. You need to get away from him. Why don't you manifest in between us? And it kept, like, wanting to hang out next to you. Right. Yeah, and, and I even at one point, I, I thought I felt it. It thought I felt the entity touch my, my right arm or Man. grab a hold of my right arm. Um, re really had to, to center myself, ground, bring my protection out, bring Archangel Michael, and, and really just set a boundary. Um but it definitely wanted to talk. Yeah, yeah. No, it was very <laughs> adamant about making its point known. It was not pleasant because you were responding like aggressively to questions I was I was demanding. Well, of didn't it. you say, tell me your name? And it's almost like it was mocking right. what you were saying. Because um, I know the, the, the male voice said his name was Tim, said his name was Frank, said his name was Katie Burr, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and also said, um, what else? What other? A uh, Jim. Also yeah, Jim. Jim. Which we know. That's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, at one point, I, I demanded that it tell me who it, who it was. What's your name? You know, and that that would be a point. It said, "Stop it," or you would do something similar. Or to that. Shushing, right? Yeah, shushing. Shush. Yeah, you don't, need to stop. Hey, we don't like when people shush us. Remember, <laughs> we continuously shush. get shushed, and we're not okay with that. <laughs> Let us fucking talk. <laughs> don't shush me. No, it it was uh very like I was like wow I, I like wanted to like throw something at you to go hey dude dude you know check it out but we were on a roll and I knew that we had you know established a good communication with it and again when we get good ghost box sessions we don't want to disrupt 
um, unless you know there was a point where um, I felt that you were in bad a bad spot. Absolutely. <clears throat> there, there was a point where I was like calling upon you know our our protection to just make sure that whatever it was is wasn't going to mess with you, right? And, and that's that's good to reiterate, Sean. Um, you got to bring your protection in everywhere you go, right? Even right. we don't know who the hell we're talking to. Right. Could right. be talking to Satan himself. We have no idea. Yeah. You know? We don't know. Um, but you you have to bring in that that protection and and know that you're that you're fine. Right. That you're that you're you are protected, yeah. right? Yeah, that was the beauty of it. When 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 I was calling upon it, I felt that it was fine. There was not any. We didn't have to worry about it because they they were there to protect. Right. Um, you know, I don't I don't, I don't want to say that you know whatever this is is demonic. Um, I think it's something that's probably not pleasant because I you know I don't think David only has the same. Uh, no, I don't think so. House. I don't no. think so. But definitely something that wasn't pleasant. <clears throat> it could have we could have been talking to one of the Manson family members, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's what they were into, right? They were into the satanic. I mean, when they broke in that house, that's what they said. I'm I'm the devil. So yeah, how do we know that that wasn't their residual, right? Right. Yeah. No, it, that, actually, that that makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah, maybe it's residual, or maybe maybe it is. Knowing, I don't know. Uh, I I think it is intelligent because yeah. it was it was mimicking. No, yeah. so yeah. Again, going back to the basement, though, like that place. You know, we saw a lot of light anomalies we didn't catch, uh, unfortunately. Or... No, no, I did. Oh, Matt, you um, did when you were doing the ghost box in the top floor. Um, again, no, no, nothing, nothing crazy on the ghost box from what I from what I was asking the questions. It kind of was just sporadic, but um. I did catch a light anomaly manifest right in front of your face for about six seconds. Wow. And then it dissipated. Wow. So it, it popped up. Like normally if it's a dust or something, something like a bug or something, you can see it kind of come into the frame and do its thing and, and go out. But this thing actually appeared in your face. Wow. And then disappeared. Yeah. You know, in that basement, myself and Katie Burr, we were, we were standing. And I think it was when we first walked into the basement. We both felt like a quick rush of air, like co past us both. Uh, there was a point where her hair went up, and I thought it was something that hit her hair. But uh, you know, we saw it on the evidence that it was her just turning real quick because of the breeze we both felt from so, that room. So I, I didn't even tell you this. There actually, um, you can hear a sound by our camera, like something kind of flicked it or flicked the wall next to it or made a knocking sound, and that's what actually made noise for her to turn like that. Wow. Look. And I, uh, that's as soon as I, I think I may have heard the noise, but what really, like I said, what got my attention was feeling that breeze go past. And, and I looked at Katie and she's like, did you just feel that? I just saw you. Did you, or did you just hear that? And I think she said something about, did you feel that as well? Well, you know, I guess a lot of the claims there down at the basement or even down at the, the whole house, um, people get the sense of touching or like they're being right, touched. Right. And while I was in the upstairs bathroom, um, I felt like somebody skimmed across the top of my hair. Well, um, that's ironic, right? Cause yeah. that woman that was there, she was also a medium. She said while she was in there doing her makeup that her bag moved like four inches. Right. Did she tell you, you remember that, right? Uh, no. did, did you hear that? She told no. me that I was like, really? Are you kidding? So me? in the same bathroom, the, the upstairs one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. That's crazy. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. It was, uh, it was insane. Uh, like I said, that that place, there was a lot of different things going on. Uh, and again, like downstairs at the end, what was that one device that uh, it uh, maps people out? Like even if you're not you're an entity. I don't know what it's called. I Forgive me. I don't know the name. But I know what you're talking about. Basically, it's the uh, the iPad hooked up to the connect, to the connect. Yeah. And then it maps out stick figures where uh, a ghost would be essentially. Right, right. So I grabbed that thing the first time. It was towards the end of, end of the night. I grab it and I go back into the seance room. And a little 
object, a, a body, a little person was on like one of the, the counters. And it, it I mapped it out. And I'm going, oh, my gosh, this is, you know, there's something there. I think that's a little girl? Yeah. Yeah, and that I picked up on the little girl the day before, and I and we got a little girl's voice, right? Yeah, um, yeah. While we were doing in the seance room doing an EVP, we did pick up a uh, little girl's voice, which I, I need to find so we can post that. Yeah, yeah. You heard it uh, real time on the recorder, right? Yeah, with my uh, ears. With your ears. I like saying that with my ears. With your ears. Did no, you turn I, your ears on? Well, for for I don't know if we've actually ever explained this during podcasts, but uh, certain digital recorders, if you plug in the headphones, um, there's a spot for mic. There's a spot for ear, and if you plug it in the ear, you can hear in real time um, as it's recording. Yeah, so yeah, you're, you're actually hearing it digitally, so if something says something, you can hear it. And I've caught a lot of stuff that way. Um, one of our most prominent EVPs, you can hear, you know, what did you say to me, remember that? Or what did you tell me to do at yeah. Fort MacArthur, yeah. remember that? Yeah, yeah, and then again... Didn't really hear it. Uh, we did hear it with our, our eyes. Our ears, no, we did. Our yeah. eyes. <laughs> with our ears. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I got a different kind of sense. <laughs> no, but uh, again, a, um, a lot of stuff we have to go over. There is a lot of spirits there. I, I, I can feel that. Right. Um, nothing was thrown at us, unfortunately. Yeah, I was I was <laughs> bummed on that. I was hoping we uh, – well, again, we haven't gone through everything, but I'm hoping that we see some uh, – a poltergeist activity. Yeah, and, and again, we're going to be going back. Um, I can't wait to go back. Sean and I are really just we we want to get that that poltergeist activity. Right. We've caught it before. We've caught it multiple times before. We just always want more. There's never pleasing yeah, yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Please, please, know? more, more, more. You know, it was awesome, and, and we didn't. I almost forgot to bring it up. Is there was also an editor there, right, or a person, a writer? That's right. Um, that uh, you know, she was there for uh, Frankie on All Things Paranormal. La. Uh, but you know, we she asked us our story, and uh, next thing we know, we're we're sitting there for what ten, fifteen minutes. Yeah, she ours. wants to do a piece on us. That's yeah, awesome, exciting, yeah, piece exciting. Piece this, <laughs> piece some of the new reality. So, <laughs> so very serious, serious about doing the the YouTube's because we really want you guys to kind of experience what we experience. We're not going to get paranormal in every location. You know, we did go to the Queen Mary. We looked at some of that stuff. We really didn't catch anything. We well. That's no. So we did catch some stuff. Yeah. Um, but as far as prominent, really, yeah. you know, we didn't catch personal no experience. fucking mass. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> like, like at the Yucaipa. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you need to stop copying me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's something about us. <laughs> no, it, that that location. I, I think it was more personal experiences we didn't get. Um, you know, we haven't. Again, we haven't got a chance to really look at uh, the evidence as well as I, I haven't got a chance to really look at anything. But I think just looking at the evidence, and we took a lot of videos, so it's going to be fun. Um, we are going to make a YouTube on it, so watch out for that. Stay tuned. Yeah, absolutely. That should be up soon. And then also, um, I did want to mention that we're there's going to be an event, and it's actually going to be a legit event. <laughs> it's not going to get yeah. you know taken away or canceled or whatever. It's going to be set for March, and um, so the new reality, all things paranormal.la, Katie Burr, and I'm not sure if there's going to be any. Anybody else? I think we're just putting it on. Right. Um, and then, of, of course, David Owen himself, um, he, you know, he so graciously is letting people into his home. Yeah, yeah. So doing an investigation, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to do an investigation. If you guys want to be a part of that, go over to allthingsparanormal.la's Instagram. Check them out. Uh, shoot him a message, and he'll he'll give you all the info on how to do that. Of yeah. Course, uh, once, once he shoots me all the info as well, I'll put that all on all of – excuse me – all of that <laughs> – on our social media, so you guys can check that out. Easy for you to say. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, just again, all kinds of cool things happening. We, we could go back to, man, we started this in, in no, was well, not November, October, <clears throat> and it just continues to go. Um, exciting stuff. I mean, 
we're having such a good time with this. And, uh, you know, what, shall we talk about uh, possible right-wing investigations? I mean, that's right up your alley. Yeah, right. right? So, <clears throat> so um, we're, we're looking at some locations in Wrightwood to do a paranormal investigation. One of them is a building, apparently it was one of the oldest, they're saying that the oldest building in the town, and apparently it used to be a brothel, and we got okay to investigate the upper floors where they see this woman. That's amazing. Right? Can we do it right now? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, but we're... I mean, we might as well just talk about that, too. We're trying to investigate all of Wrightwood, right? Right, right. So the goal is, is and again, it's going to take some work on, on my side, and I've got – I do work on the side with uh, Cabin Fever. I do readings in her building. She's been giving us a lot of insight on different locations in town. Also a spot um, – what is it, the Tabletop Mountain? Or there was a – Circle Mountain. Circle Mountain where she, she – yeah, I don't want to say what it is, but it's it's a it's a sacred spot for her and her classmates. And uh, we might go up there and just check it out. No, I think it's great, um, especially even, even putting our stuff out there in the local paper. Yeah, right, that's, right. You know, that's how people word the mouth, and that's how we go out and investigate all these wonderful places. Yeah, yeah, the personal experience. Hey, let us know if your house is haunted. We'll check it out. Why not? It'll be fun. Do it now. Yeah. <laughs> what are you waiting on? <laughs> no, um, I'm actually pretty excited to do that. Uh, it, it's like an old A-frame house, right? Right, right. Three, um, three stories high? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I'm stoked. So they, they were excited. Like I told, you know, I really explained to her what we were about, the new reality. And I said, you know, we're we're not, we're going in, we're very serious. And, and again, we're we're going as going in as skeptics, and we want to find evidence. We want to prove to everybody that, the paranormal's out there. It's real. It's real, boys and girls. It's real. It's scary. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. So uh, apparently she had three investigators there, and you know she kind of jokingly about some of the things they did. I won't go into it, but uh, – Oh, she, she actually had investigators there she already? She did. She had three. I didn't know that. She had three investigators there, and, and they kind of questioned some of the things they were doing. And I said, well, listen, you know, Cody and I are real. Um, apparently they had more than three, actually. They had several – of course, like, we're eight, real, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> well, we might be paranormal. You never know. <laughs> Apparently, they had eight people, and the, uh, the place isn't that big. When I told her it was just you and me, she was like, oh, okay, that's awesome. And see, that's what I want to <clears throat> really just harp on. Like, I love the fact that it's just you and I doing this. Right. For one, it shows that we're fucking badass. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, uh,. No, there, there's less ambient noise. There's less. There's less mess. Um, Sean and I work like right and left. Right. It's really easy to know what he's trying to do, and our vision stays the same throughout right. the whole investigation. I like to kind of explain to everybody, like in our, our investigations, and what our intention is to do in those investigations. Um, you know, there a lot of times, you know, we'll we'll ask questions, and we're asking questions because we're uh, medium, you know, psychic or mediumship. We're using that to kind of connect with whatever's there so we try to ask questions that are relevant to what we're feeling from the location so so it's not just us asking random questions we're actually what we're feeling is what we're putting out into the location you know unless sean decides to ask some off the wall question like <laughs> were you cool when you were alive <laughs> oh we went there right <laughs> <laughs> you remember the look at my face when i said like yeah Bro, i, I was like that. what <laughs> No, but and, and what Sean's saying, we do like to keep it light as well. I think it's important. I think the spirits, if I were dead, I would like to have a laugh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what we're about. And, I, you know, just keeping it light. You know, it's not all serious. You know, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is that a spirit? Is, what is that? <laughs> did what you hear that? Did you that? hear that knock? You know? 
Even though we do do that anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? that that's our favorite. My favorite moment. thing to say when something just baffles me. Did you fucking hear that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I again, I just, I, again, it's just a great time. And I, I think we going in lighthearted as well as just being receptive to the energy that's there. I think that, again, going back to when we go into a location, we got to get a lot of opportunities for capturing evidence. And I think it's because of the way we go in. And then we're serious, right? You're not, let's go to Ukaipa Museum and, and how we approached it. We were very respectful to the lady, you know, and it seemed like when we did that, she was very responsive in, in a very direct way, right? That was a great investigation. I'd love to go back, maybe try and catch some more evidence. I would like to maybe critique some of our own uh, camera spots and maybe move them around a bit and yeah, see what yeah. we can find. Absolutely, yeah. And again, it gives us a chance to g just get better at what we do, you know? So, Sean, I I want to bring this up, and it's a little off topic, but it's we're going to get spiritual right now. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I'm right up there. So I read this article, and it made a lot of sense. Um, I actually had a reading in Sedona that coincides with what I'm about to tell you. Um, so my question to you is, what are your thoughts on a what's it called a a, a soul transfer, if you will? So uh, let me let me try and explain it. So let's say for example somebody a soul swap. Yeah, there you go. I couldn't <laughs> couldn't find the word. So what are your thoughts on a soul swap? Are you out of your fucking mind? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, you know, I I've I've in a couple. You've heard the term, right? Yeah, yeah, I have, I have. Um. In a couple of uh, opportunities when I was just studying, uh, again, I've been studying spiritualism for a long time. Um, I've run into a couple of cases where, you know, the person completely changed. Um, I know one guy that we knew actually said that, but I think that was drug-induced. But, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> so well, do you that, does, that, that does do it. Do, do you recall the, that, that time? I don't. What he said he about? hit, uh, I don't want to say the guy's name. Cause, Please do it. No. no he's uh, the guy that... We met in Apple Valley at that metaphysical place. Oh, yeah. 100% drug-induced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I do believe that that happens, but I think it's very rare. So the reason why I bring that up, like I said, I read this article, and it struck something that I hold close to me. There's a reason why I can't remember my childhood. Remember, we've talked about this lots right. of times. Um, there's, there's a certain age. I think the cutoff is maybe 9 or 10. I can't remember anything before that. Yeah. Nothing. Um, bits and pieces, like, but it's not It's not like normal. Well, and I've asked certain psychics about this. I've asked certain mediums about this, especially in Sedona when we, when we took our trip out there. And uh, one of the psychics, I don't know how, I don't know if I believe in this or not. That's why I'm bringing this up. But said uh, there was a point in time where a different soul came down to me and then switched out with who I am now. So what happened recently that brought this up again? I honestly just stumbled across the the website, the or website, whatever. and or the article, and was reading it. So, what, what do you think? Uh, what do I think? I think, um, I think it happens. I don't know if it happened to you though. I don't think it did either, and I'm going to tell you why. I think, I think when that does happen, I think maybe it's a traumatic experience, and it's right. so traumatic that the soul doesn't know how to cope with it. So it's kind of a defense type of thing. So I, I have similar issues with remembering my childhood. And again, it, mine was probably... Of course you do. Yeah, I, mine, yeah, mediumship. But I, I also, I, uh, also, my childhood was pretty rough. So not remembering it just is way better for my life. <laughs> so. Well, so do you think that you blocked that out? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, with you, I think there was some trauma that was going on. I think it may be... 
Um, Universal, Astro Project, Astro Projection, um, Intergalactic, whatever. I think there's a lot of different Man, things we're going on out there. there, huh? Intergalactic. Yeah, you know, I, like I, it. I think there's a connection with the you and the Grays. No, I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding. wow. <laughs> just kidding. way to just you know fuck my <laughs> life. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm going out the uh, right right field. No, no, I'm just no. Kidding. It's good because I. I I want your opinion on it because I was reading it and I, I did, just haven't got a chance to talk to you about it. Uh, what I think it is, it, it connects with your um, issues with sleeping and what do they call that? The dreams that you have? Sleep paralysis. Yeah, I think it, ha- it connects to that. I think there's a lot of uh, trauma that you bury and that also buries all the other stuff. For those of you who don't know, uh, I have a very hard time sleeping. Um, it's It's gotten a little better throughout the years, but... Uh, sleep paralysis and uh, definitely, definitely been a struggle of mine for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think um, you're, some of the things that are going on uh, in your dream state um, causes you to block out that state and that dimension, if you will. Also, blocking out some of the things that happened in your childhood. I, I think a lot of things in your childhood were not relevant, and I think your awareness is about your growth. So you don't really pay attention to those things. So they don't retain in the brain. Wow, I don't feel like I'm getting a reading right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I feel like it's stuff that you don't need to focus on. So your awareness and your awakening, if you will, helps you. It's not. It's the things that are relevant is what you remember. Uh, I agree. I agree right. with you. So, um, but I would like to study more on the because it, it's very interesting the right, soul swap right. type stuff. Yeah, I I, I do. Um, I I want to say the times I heard about it, I didn't. You know, I, I for a moment thought about it, but I didn't really put much on it because I just think that uh, it's not relevant to me. Um, I know when it comes to the mediumship, I don't put any restrictions on it. I know that uh, when I have or want to connect with something, uh, I just I put it out there and I let them do the job, right? But when it came to that, it just didn't resonate with me much as far as something that I needed to work with. So, so do you think, like, so like you said, it doesn't resonate with you now. For everybody listening, it doesn't mean that it's not that I don't believe it. It doesn't believe it. It's just he doesn't take that to heart. Right? Yeah, it's not something I I need to. Uh, work with it's not something that um it's not in your divine path yeah yeah and kind of th- that kind of sparked something about our conversation that um over at the uh cabin fever about us understanding the things that we see and what to believe and and what like her you know um it's terry she's the uh, business owner she was asking so why like when you do an investigation do you not like go into the history of it and, you know, trying to figure out, okay, I picked up on a native American. Why do I, why don't you check that out? And why don't you look at that? You know what the history of that is? Go well, ahead. Yeah. I think the history of it is important to an extent um, just because it gives you an idea of what you're dealing with. Um, right. But there's more to it. Like our, our thing is the paranormal side of it. Right. Um, the history is good to know because it substantiates what we're feeling during the investigation. However, latching on to the history right. and really trying to dive in, I just don't think that's not a, that's not what we need to yeah, do. Yeah. And I think if we had a, a third historian person that wanted to you know, go into the weeds deep, but as a medium and as well as you being an empathic um, or a, uh, intuitive intuitive empath you don't want to hold on to that 
Um, it's not. It, it's it's all about the investigation and what you're picking up from the location. I agree. If you're going and doing the history on it now, you're attaching to it, and um, you know we're on to the next thing. It's to let that go. Get you know you ground that stuff, and you and don't that, hold on to it. That's actually good to good to bring up too, is because when you do really dive into this stuff and really try and grasp on the history as well as doing the investigation, it, it can it can attach. Yeah. Right? Next thing you know, you're provoking whatever it is there because you're studying it and then it wants to follow you. Um, let that shit go. <laughs> that should be our new slogan. It should be a shirt. It's going to be a shirt. Let that shit go. All right. <laughs> Call out for Raymond right there. <laughs> Celebrity. Psychic medium. No, it's... It, it, yeah, I don't want to... It's real simple for me, even with a, you know a, a face-to-face reading. I don't get, I don't get involved in it. It's just the it's the message. It happens. It goes to it. Well, for the for for everybody listening, Sean, what happens when you do get get involved in it? Because I know for a fact you have before. Right. So what what did you feel, or what was your what was your take on it? Well, uh, getting personally involved, I can talk about uh, even a meditation group we we had with. You weren't there, uh, unfortunately, but um, it was with two people I knew. They both knew the same person that had committed suicide. We did. They talked about it. We did this meditation. There was definitely a strong connection. And that woman came in thinking, again, when we do meditation, you're opening yourself up to whatever's around. Not necessarily. It's not negative, but because you, you're you're always your intention is to bring love in those meditations. So it's all all positive stuff. But this soul that had just took its life was like oh my god this is a great place to be and and next thing we know we're seeing i'm feeling this woman and she's panicked and, and it was the woman that they were talking about uh, had committed suicide and they both knew him but they didn't know each other personally so th- they held on to that right well they held on to it so me being aware it ended up being where i felt at one point where i connected with her and then I got involved with the story. Well, as soon as she knew I connected with the story, she, next thing I know, it took her three days to leave the house. Again, this is the spirit of the woman that committed suicide. She, uh, so she latched on. She did right. because she, she was panicked because she knew that she did the wrong thing. Um, she, she was so prominent. Like I have, you know, we're, we're down at the lower level of, uh, we're doing our recording in the garage. I had a sensor light that's on the side of the garage that had, it was, it's, it needs a battery backup. It didn't have one. As I walked past, the light turned on. This was like a di- two days later after I'd already had the situation with her in the meditation group. So the light turned on and there was no battery in it. There's no battery in it's it. It's perfect. So then I, I go, okay. Okay, if somebody's here and I felt it was her, I said, turn the light off. It went off. Then I, I stepped back behind the sensor and said, hey, um, okay, if you're still here, do it again. And the light came on. So I knew I had established communication with this woman that had committed suicide. The crazy thing about it was is after they left, like I said, I had to counsel this woman. She was panicked. She wasn't going anywhere. She's like, you know, I, I got unfinished business to do. And so like, she was looking to you to help her do that. Right, right. So I, I kind of I counseled her, and I said, you need to go towards the light. And she goes, no, I'm not, because things were in chaos because of what she did. She felt awful. You know, her loved ones were grieving, including her husband. You know, there was a, a level of the husband blaming it on himself. Um, so, you know, she felt like it was unfinished business. And that's what happens when you do take your life. I'm not saying you're condemned to hell because that's I don't think that's accurate. 
But I think there's a level of you staying here to try to clean up what was created through your act of suicide. You know, you know, I just think that, you know, you still have to go through a certain amount of growth before you go to back to the divine space. But that's my feeling on it. So do you think we're going to go to the divine space after this? Well, absolutely. We're at service right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um, no, so that, I mean, what a beautiful thing, right, to be able to really know what that was and, and to be able to help. Right, right, right. right. Because uh, that's, I mean, that's our ultimate goal is to help people, but... Not only did not only are we helping people on the 3D plane, but also the spiritual. Plane. Yeah, and, and let, let's go into that a little bit. I think that a lot of times, again, with religious religion, they they, they say that you know when you pass, you go to hell or heaven, right? Yeah, I don't believe that. I, I I believe that there there's a level of of their personality and the things that they left behind unfinished stays. Um, it's not a hell, but it's like. Oh man, because the personality and the soul is is still there. The shell's gone, but everything's not changed. It's the same. Reincarnation, baby. Right, right. But I think in that life, they're still trying to figure. Hey, I need I need to finish this. So they tend to find a way to communicate through spirit, right, or a medium, uh, or loved ones, or whatever. Right, and, and they they essentially will do that until they feel they have figured right. it out or have done what they need to do. Or on the other side, their loved ones are grieving you know, awfully. Like They're like, oh, my God, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye or I didn't say this, that, the other. And they're holding on to that and they're grieving and they won't let go of grief because grief's a painful this, thing. This it's, is why letting go is so important, so everyone. Important. It's so important to... You, you need to understand, and I'm not going to preach, you know, what I believe, but everything does happen for a reason. I'm going to preach it. You need to listen. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> Do it now. Everything happens for a reason. People die, and there's tragedy, right? But th- And there's right. a certain amount of time to grieve for that, but there comes a time as well when you need to let go of it. Because not only are you hindering yourself, but you're also hindering others involved right and, and and i don't want i don't want it to seem as if you are keeping that spirit here because it is it's a loving family togetherness um the grieving he, cody said it, it there's amount of time that time is different for every individual correct um and griefing is very grieving is very important for a, a person that has had a loss um and i and most People that are grieving, if they really pay attention, next thing they know, they're going to see that loved one show up in dreams or little hints of things that are being left around the house. And, man, I don't know how many readings I've I've done where I feel that happening and they're, oh, my God, yeah, I saw this or I had this nickel or I saw a feather or, you know, I had a thought of my uh, my uh, dad and he had just passed, you know. Well, or, uh, and that's a person, like, to kind of piggyback what you're saying uh, – a personal experience of mine is when my aunt passed away. Um, this was a few years later, but I could uh, every now and again I'll get the whiff of her perfume that she used to wear, or I'll see a uh, hummingbird, which is a that's that's like her spirit animal, if you will. Well, it's funny <laughs> I go into that house; she's still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so well, she's she's very much. I mean, I won't go too deep into it, but she's very much around her daughter. Um, and, and but I but I believe she's she has the ability to go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Going back to, yeah. You know, you've got, I don't want to, you call them earthbound spirits. Yeah. They're the ones that haven't figured out that you're going to the divine place. Uh, everybody goes there. They all get to go through whatever they need to go. And may it be a, a life review. May it be getting their chance to just rest over an ugly lifetime. 
Um, again, everybody does their own thing, but I, I honestly think that um, – I forget what my point was. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I get what you're saying. It's Once you've figured out your lesson, yeah. you have that ability to come and visit, yeah. right? Well, yeah, and, and I think it, once you're through your, your healing process, because, again, this is, the, this is where you feel most disconnected to divine. So when you go back home, depending on what trauma you went through, there's there's a level of where the soul goes through just a, a healing process, because man, some of us go through uglier shit than some, you know others, right? Right. And so I think that there's a level of them going through this process, and it may take you know for our lifetime here is a drop on a bucket, right? It may take them um, a, a period of time, which again, I don't believe in that other plane. The time is relevant. Uh, this is it's one hundred percent man-made. Right, right. So I think that they are going through this grieving process, and sometimes when they're doing that, they're not reaching out to the loved ones because they're healing. And again, that's a different circumstance. I mean, they all—they're all different. Yeah, there's all kinds of different ones. You know what I love about this is we can just go on and on about <laughs> it because there's so many different avenues. But there's also, it's what resonates with us, right? right? right. And, and what holds true to us. And I really like letting everybody know kind of our spiritual background and why we're right. so prominent on the things that we say during a paranormal investigation, right? right? And the things that we do to kind of help our karma, if you right. will. Right. You guys got to understand, like, okay, we do podcasts. This is a great time. We do investigating. It's great time. We do our spiritual work, which really feeds into all of that. But it's all the time. It's all the time. It, we live it that way. Yeah. Right? And, and Sean and I constantly, uh, we, we harp on each other because we we know we both know better when we're going through our, our trials, if you will, yeah. or bullshit at work or just whatever it is. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, we know it's a lesson. We know it's an experience. Good, bad, or indifferent. I, I'll say that until I die. It's good, bad, or indifferent. You have to live that experience. Shaking my head, yes, because this is why we're here. It's to have the experience um, for the lesson, for the growth. Um, again, I you know, I think Cody and I have probably done this a few trillion times, and, and that's why we're probably a little bit more aware than some. Um, that's why we're talking on our mics here to give you guys some insight on what we understand. Well, and don't get us wrong either. Like, we didn't just come to Earth knowing. Well, I feel like an alien. <laughs> we didn't just come. We didn't just get born into this existence all knowing. Like we, I've been on my spiritual path for twelve years now. Sean's been on right. it for probably the same amount of time. I want to say the stronger your connection is with uh, um, spirit or divine or, or your higher self or whatever you want to call it, the 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 more aware you become, and it's it's a process. You and can't just it doesn't just happen. It all starts with self. Right. Meditation is one hundred percent for self growth. Spiritual is for self-growth. Like there is, in a way, you kind of have to be selfish when you're going through this right. life. You really do because you have to take care of yourself before you learn how to take care of everybody right. else, right? Yeah, lessons learned. Um, I think we're both saying that, but we also need to learn that. <laughs> well, more often than not, Sean, and you say this all the time, is when you're giving advice to somebody, a lot of times, a lot of that advice is for you yeah, as well. it's a reflection, right? And, and it's just, it isn't by chance. <laughs> and, and how hard is that to... Take that advice. Yes. Well, the thing is, and I find it every time when you're given this advice or I'm given a reading, I'm going, I'm s taking the big swallow and going, fuck, this is me. <laughs> I got I to gotta do the same for myself. And I, I like how spirit works that way. It, 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 two birds with one stone. And, you, and, you know, I'll, I'll go back to, to that Hands Like Houses song for everybody who doesn't know who that is. Hands and like how Houses, do you not know who that is? It's a great <laughs> band. Check them out. But there's a song called Introduce Species. And in that, in that song, it says we are all connected. Yeah. It, and we are. 
Like, you couldn't have nailed it much better, right? Like, we are all connected. Thank you. T- pat my own back. <laughs> <laughs> pat, pat. You, he's literally doing that. <laughs> Here, I'll help. We're out of control. <laughs> no, it's been, it's been a cool experience. I, I, I'm so happy, and um, I'm grateful that you guys are allowed – allowing us to kind of share our insight um you know this is our real uh, you know i'm not i'm not telling anybody they need to make this their real I if am. it resonates you then you it. should Stop being stupid. <laughs> do it now <laughs> um sean one thing i did want to bring up i just i know we kind of got off on a tangent on spiritual that's fine that. um going that. back to Wrightwood, um s- something that terry said last night i wanted to follow up on maybe we can follow up on it today was the nuns oh yeah the do, uh, do you have more insight on that or uh, just what we heard. Um, apparently, this is like a a, a church-based um, campground, or you know, a camping place where they do, you know. And there's nuns stuff. there. There's nuns there. And they they run it. And uh, in the uh, ki- apparently in the kitchen, they've seen uh, full body abortions, I believe. So, let me just tell you, has anybody ever seen the Nun, the movie, <laughs> with Lorraine Warren, or I'm pretty sure she directed, or what, whatever it was. It, it was. Uh, based on Lorraine Warren's, you know, trials through her development. Um, but she actually seen the nun entity, and that fucking nun is crazy scary. So I hope we see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, she's not. I don't know. Is it a nun they're seeing? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm saying there's nuns there. There could be a nun. In, I don't no, know. Yeah, yeah, it's just, a, it's all scariness and <laughs> don't be scared. No, but, but that'd be cool, right? That'd be kind of a different uh, avenue, if you will, for the new reality. Well, it's funny because I I hike right by that area, and it's like dro- dropping down into where I hike. That's that's the campground. Um, I you know I did go. We went through there. We actually played basketball one time. Oh, that's recall. where it's at. That's what it is. Yeah, I believe it's that one. Bro, yeah. I thought that was abandoned. <laughs> no, it's not. They they uh, they do uh, summer camps and. So is it only open during summertime? Um, I think it's there's people there often. I don't think it's completely I think closed. We should go take a little drive and <laughs> go say hello. Check it out. Yeah, so that's what we're trying to do. We're we're hoping to put it in the uh, community paper and get people to go. Hey, my house might be haunted. You know, check it out. Yeah, yeah, do a town, right? Yeah, no, I think that'd be a, an awesome opportunity for us, especially because it's local. We don't have to drive far. Yeah, I mean that's the main reason, man. <laughs> Sean and <laughs> I get so tired after we go. Because a lot of these places are far away. Yeah, Almond House. It took us an hour and a half to get back home. We got, I got to my house at four, about four a.m. Yeah, four a.m. Man, we are dragging. I'm still dragging today. Yeah, yeah. I get up at three to go to work every uh, weekday. So it was like, oh, I'm an hour past. You know, everything's everything's a competition with you. (laughs) I win. (laughs) Hey guys, um, I hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. As always, check out our website. It's thenewreality11.com. Follow us on everything: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And Podbean. Do us a favor. Don't be scared. If you have a problem, call the new reality. <laughs> kind of like the Ghostbusters, right? Who are you going to call? Da, the new da, reality. Da, the new reality. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, again, thanks for uh, thanks for checking us out. Tell your friends. Tell your family. As Sean likes to say, tell your squirrel. Squirrel. Um, it's going to be awesome. We have a lot of stuff coming up. And uh, thanks for hanging out. Awesome. Take care, guys. <laughs>